0: Right, the delayed subject for tonight is uh, looking at the body of Christ seen in the local churches of God, our local church of God. We've been looking, of course, at the last few, two weeks, at the first of all, the body of Christ and the church, the body of Christ, and then looking at uh, last week, the church of God and churches of God and the, the difference. So what I want to do tonight uh, is to look at how the local church of God can be seen as an expression of the body of Christ. We've, I think, don't want to go over uh, old ground, so to speak, but I think it's been pretty well established, uh, the difference that, of course, the church, the body of Christ is a beautiful church, perfect church which the gates of Hades cannot prevail against and it is all of Christ. It's the a, a beautiful picture of Christ who is the head of the body. All those of us who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as our Saviour are added to this body, the body of Christ and it's perfect. We are secure in that. Our future is secure. All who are in that are secure and Christ is the head. Of course it doesn't mean he's the the head of the body it means he's in charge (laughs) he is the body and that is uh, unique and it's precious and it's perfect although it's not complete um it is uh, perfect in every other way the churches of god of course are the local church of god is separate from that it, in, it involves it includes people of course who are in the body of Christ but not everybody who is in the body of Christ is in a church of God because the body of Christ of course also includes those who are deceased <laughs> those who have gone to heaven they are still in the body of Christ but uh, they are no longer here on earth and uh, the church, the church of God comprises of people who have committed their lives to Christ have decided to be obedient to God and so separate themselves if you like it's a, an active working, the, the body of Christ has people in it who are secure and are Sealed in Christ. But the outworking of that, and this is what I want to sort of focus on tonight, is the thought of these people who are in the body of Christ, which is all of us here, have Christ as our head, our focus. And therefore, what should our outworking be in the knowledge and in the appreciation? Of being in the body of that lovely joy that we have that we are secure in Christ Jesus that our future is secure that we are going to heaven and that for our eternity is all sealed in Christ how do we respond to that and I think we really should be looking at how we express our thanks our uh, devotion our worship our Relationship and our thankfulness with uh, to God for what has happened to us in our salvation. First um, Peter two and nine um, it says, "But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who has called you out of darkness." and into his marvellous light that you may proclaim tell out and I think that is what we should be doing in our um, service our discipleship for Christ is to proclaim to show out the excellency of the Lord Jesus Christ so that is basically the outworking uh, that I would suggest is expected of us as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ that once we have accepted him as our saviour then we go forward in service for him and how do we do that is we are proclaiming his excellencies so when you, very basically we can just look at this as being uh, looking at the Lord Jesus Christ as him who is the way The truth and the life. That is what He is. And we are to proclaim that. We are to show that in our lives. Not just a case of shouting it and and talking about it, but showing forth the excellencies of Christ. So, how we live, how how we talk, how we act, our responsibility because of our salvation, because of our security, because of Christ then that that's our priority. I think I'd like to go, just, just to look at the very basics of Acts 2, 41 and 42. The, these seven steps that all of everybody here is very well aware of actually point out very clearly, I think, what I'm trying to say, that those that received the word, those are the people who, entered into the body of Christ so that was the very first step That in that realisation they became Christians they became sealed in Christ, they became secure and then the next step was not just to hide that away and to um, just enjoy that in secret so to speak and just to sit back and wait for the coming of the Lord there was the next step was to be baptism which of course was to to show people uh, what had happened in that ceiling and that security and that joy that we have in accepting christ as our savior is that we die with him and we are raised with him and why are we raised with him we are raised in newness of life we are raised we are alive and therefore we are witnesses we are becoming a christians who have to now act And that comes, again, from the appreciation and the realisation of our salvation. And therefore, the proclaiming, the showing forth, starts, if you like, with the baptism. Because uh, we are going forward, we have decided, we've made a decision that we are going to be disciples. The third one, of course, is to be added. And the added bit, of course, is to be added to look for like-minded people who want to be obedient to Christ, who want to acknowledge him as Lord and that they see him as the king of the kingdom (laughs) and that they want to submit themselves to that. And so the Lord Jesus Christ has taught so clearly, God has taught in his word that we should not be individuals, that we need to be collective. And so the adding is the first step of the collective, if you like. And you're adding yourself to a group of people who are a, of like mind. Now, of course, in the early churches and acts, there only was one group of Christians and probably it was a, a little bit easier. But today, of course, there are so many different groups of Christians out of the union. Come, the difficulty comes to, well, who do you add yourself to? Well, the, the, this is where it's, you, you have to be led by the spirit you have to know your word, you have to get into the word of God to know what is God's design for us, what is his calling, Where is it he wants us to meet. And so you're looking for like-minded people, you're looking for people who are seeking to be obedient to God. Now our teaching of course would be you should look for a church of God and that. Was what happened in Acts chapter 2 that you look for the, the local church of God which was just in Jerusalem it was the only church of God at that time and it was the only group of Christians at that time so it was um kind of straightforward but today we are looking for the importance of obedience the importance of truth the importance of the way and if we would like to believe and to teach that if you have an open mind and heart to God and you're looking to him to guide and direct you you need to know what is truth you need to know what is the faith what is it the uh, teaching is from scriptures that guides us to who we should be added to on the, the the next of the group of the collectors is that they continued steadfastly in the apostles teaching and that would Naturally, leads on to that. The apostles' teaching came from Christ. Christ, as you know, he devoted so much of his time to teaching the disciples or preparing the apostles. He spent 40 days after his resurrection teaching the things concerning the kingdom. And that's how important it was to Christ that he prepared these men uh, to be steeped in the Word of God, which was coming from the mouth of Christ, and therefore they were being given the responsibility of proclaiming that. They were giving the responsibility, given the responsibility, with the addition of Paul, who met the Lord after his resurrection uh, on the road to Damascus, that they were appointed to be teachers. They were appointed to be proclaiming the the apostles teaching which was with the headed was from Christ it was the word of God and so that was going forward and it was a, a teaching of the word of God that was so crucial in again the establishing of the churches of God and it's just as important today in establishing us in that we are in to believe we are in the right place amongst the right people because the apostles teaching is where it started and of course the new testament is all about the apostles teaching and that is what we need to know and understand and we continue steadfastly and again what is it that motivates us in that it goes back to the body of Christ because we Christ died for us. He he suffered and died and rose again and he's called us. And therefore the motivation of because of our security and our salvation is that we should be in the Word, being revitalized, being motivated to be a proclaimers of the apostles' teaching. And it's incumbent on each one of us to know. What is the Apostles' teaching? And to be able to look at, know the Scriptures, to understand them, and to be able to talk to others who might ask the same question. What is the Apostles' teaching? What is this kingdom of God that the Lord Jesus took 40 days to? Out of a time when he's longing to go back to his Father, to give to the apostles to establish them so that this would be taught and that the kingdom of God would be established on earth and it would be a place for his father to come and dwell. And he would see the beginnings of the living stones being built and being built together and he being the cornerstone and his father dwelling amongst them. You see the importance of it and the, the connection with body of Christ teaching. That the establishing of the, the body uh, is so important because actually the, the foundation, the grounding, the important life eternal that we have. But the outworking of it and the vision of it as we wait for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is the responsibility that's been given to us as... Um, disciples of the lord jesus to show forth the will of god and the love of christ in first corinthians 12 and 27 it says that you are body of christ and that's him talking to the church of god in corinth you are body of christ and it's not saying that two things are the same thing but it's a it's a connection that the church of god although in corinth was not the body of christ but it should Exhibit the characteristics of the one church. They were gifts given in the body. They were to be expressed in the churches of God. The gifts that you read about in 1 Corinthians 12, they, they were given in order that men and women could show forth Christ. just want to read in, uh, in uh, Ephesians 4, <clears throat> first few verses of Ephesians 4 which again just um, establishes what I'm saying so Ephesians chapter 4 I therefore the prisoner of the Lord entreat you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you are called with all humility and gentleness with patience showing forbearance to one another in love being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. That, in that few verses, it talks about walking worthily of our calling, our calling into the body of Christ, our calling to salvation. It's an ongoing calling, because you you're not called in there, as I say, to be a sleeper to w- or to wait. You're called there for a purpose, of going on into service for the Lord. You are called for a purpose to walk worthily of your calling and you're called together. And that's the picture, is that you're not called to be an individual Christian, you're called to be together with other Christians who want to serve him and who want to know the apostles' teaching and the importance of it and the teaching of it. And to do it together in love for one another. So that's the bond of this teaching and that is in order to preserve the unity of the spirit which is the bond of peace so there's your unity among the saints and that brings us to the next one of the uh, the um, acts cha- uh, chapter 2 41 and 42 and that is to continue steadfastly in the fellowship and that again is just establishing again what I'm saying about the importance of unity the importance of coming together with like-minded Christians the importance of being steeped in the apostles teaching which is in effect the word of God came from the mouth of Christ and the fellowship which is what we call ourselves uh, as the combination of the churches of God together which form the house of God Which form the fellowship. And that fellowship is established in unity. And the importance of unity will be, Ian will be going on talking about this next week, and I don't want to overstep, but uh, it's difficult not to mention it (laughs) Uh, because fellowship is all about unity. And then that's what's something that we importantly have to, uh, take put a great store on in churches of God not just in the unity or the, um, the unity of the elderhood but the, the unity of churches of God that what happens in the church of God in Manchester is the same that happens in every other church of God and that unity again needs to be seen it's fellowship together and the outworking of love and peace is seen in that fellowship coming together as one and again we go back to it's been said already we keep saying in john 17 when the lord jesus prayed that they may be one as we are one as the father and the son and the holy spirit were one that is the oneness that he was praying for and that is the oneness that we should be striving after Uh, not just a oneness of the mind of Christ, which we strive for, but the oneness together as saints, loving one another, caring for one another, and just wanting to be united in doctrine, our belief of a doctrine, and that what we are doing is something that's secure and important in our lives. You then go on to the breaking of the bread and the prayers. I'm skipping over that not because they're less important, but um, it's all part of the uh, establishing of the doctrine, the establishing of the Apostles' teaching, the establishing of us searching the Scriptures and looking at what early Christians did that were guided by the Holy Spirit and guided by the Apostles' teaching, that we follow suit and therefore. We are confident in as much that we can um, be, be able to state that we are responding as one. And that whilst the body of Christ is a perfect one, it's Christ Himself in all its perfection and holiness. When it comes to churches of God, they are by no means perfect, and we can lose our position in there therefore there's a need for us to strive there's a need for us to work these gifts that are given we should be making sure that we are using them utilizing them each one of us together so that we're working uh, together aiming for that oneness that we see in the body of christ as we see in the unity of the trinity of god we are being in luke 8 and 10 mentions that we are stewards of the mysteries the mysteries that were hidden have been revealed to us because again the joy we have in being in the body of Christ is that we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit (laughs) and that is an established Mm -hmm. gift from God because he indwells us and therefore we are empowered so therefore we have no excuse because we Are been given him to indwell us and therefore when we look at what other gift we have been given um, then we know that these gift or gifts that we have are are empowered by him just in closing i want to just also think about um, revelation To, to think about the Church of God in Manchester particularly because that's where we come from. I know there's others that will be listening to this who are not from Church of God in Manchester but for us just to focus on our own church I think it's very important for us as we are trying to uh, look at how a Church of God can be seen in relation to the body of Christ is to look at the, the vision or the uh, uh, appearance that um, the Lord gave to John in the Isle of Patmos, if you know the story in Revelation chapter 1, where um, he heard a voice behind him, and he turned to Luke, and he saw seven lampstands, and he saw the Lord standing in the midst. That, to me, just, just that picture, without going into the detail about the, the glory and the beauty of the risen Lord that he also saw that caused him to fall down dead in the, on the ground unable to stand was the fact of the importance that the Lord Jesus put on the lampstands. The lampstand, it says quite clearly, were where the churches of God in seven churches of God in Asia. Now, whether there was only seven then, whether these, um, there was others, there were only the Lord was only focusing on those seven. Whether these seven represent general churches, doesn't matter. I think the most important thing is the seven churches he stood amongst them, and he had in his right hand seven stars, which were the seven angels of the churches, and that to me paints a picture of just how important churches of God are. A lot of people will say that the body of Christ is more important because that's the security, that's in Christ, that gives us our future. And it's more important that we're in the body and really it doesn't matter where we go after that. It doesn't matter how we uh, serve him in discipleship. It does matter because everything points to truth. He is the truth, and he stands in the midst of the lampstands that were precious to him, that caused him to come back and to to show John that vision and to ask him to write what he thought of those seven churches. And he even said of the church of God in Ephesus that there was a grave danger. If he didn't repent from the, the, the ways he was going to remove the lampstand and again that just highlights just purely how <clears throat> perilous it can be if we move away from the truth if we move away from the apostles teaching if we move away from the will of god then there's a danger we could lose or the lampstand will be removed and that's how important it was that there you have the picture Of the risen Lord standing amongst them, holding the seven stars. I don't know these seven stars or the seven angels. There's a picture I think of each Church of God has been given an angel. We have an angel. The Church of God in Manchester has an angel that's looking over us. And again it just seems to me to speak of the importance that God puts on the churches of God, and it's not, and it's imperative to us to who have been called into it to be established in it, and to know why we are here and what we are here for, to reflect um, the beauties of Christ, and to be responding to the fact that we are born again Christians in the body of Christ. And therefore, our response is to follow him in truth, to follow him according to the will of his Father in heaven. Thank you. (coughs)